0: Hey sheeps, so today I want to talk about the challenges in life when the Lord is literally pulling you to come out of what you were in and bringing you to where he has for you to be. So when the whole pandemic happened, my family and I didn't call it a pandemic. The Lord literally instructed us to call it a spiritual healing. He says, I'm healing the land and I'm making all things new. And so it was very challenging to accept that command from the Lord because although everyone in the entire world is like pandemic, pandemic, I had to literally tell everyone that said it like, no, it's really a spiritual healing. And then it took time for me to have to explain why it's called a spiritual healing. So it allowed a lot of encounters to happen that was spiritual for the Lord because I noticed that people's eyes were more open once I brought them the message of a spiritual healing and immediately a lot of people will be like yeah you're right you know this is so true it is a spiritual healing and the lord was like only if our eyes are open can we see what the lord is doing but that's why the bible teaches us to walk by faith and not by sight because At times, even with our eyes open, we still can't see because we have to have that faith. But through that faith, we're able to understand that he's working all things out. And then in the end, he'll allow us to open our eyes and see. So I was just literally um, talking to my husband and I was just explaining to him and I was like, I just really enjoy that the Lord has chosen me to go on my spiritual lock journey with him. And I thought it was a journey, but I'm finding out it's more of a mission. It is such a mission. And on this mission, it's so impactful because I'm learning about myself in ways I never knew who I was. And, um, the other day, our middle son, well, he's our second oldest, but he likes me in the middle child, so I told him, I said, "Mommy was a middle child, too, so middle childs are dope, so he owns it. <laughs> so our middle son was second oldest. He was like, Mom, um, have you ever combed your hair in your life? <laughs> and I was like, why do you say that? He was like, because I noticed you have so much fun with your spiritual locks, and I didn't realize it until you said it, that... I had not ever combed my own hair in my entire life. When I was younger, my older sister would comb my hair. And then once I got of age to get my hair pressed, like around 16, I was always at the hair salon, constantly. And so I was like, I never combed my own hair. So I learned that A, the Lord was revealing to me that in order for you to learn something about who Christ is, you must first know who you are and why he created you. And then once you learn who you are and why he created you, you can accept it. But I didn't know how to even comb hair because I never had to deal with my hair. And I was like, wow, Lord, not knowing how to comb hair because I never had to deal with it, it's the same as like having a relationship with the Lord and never having to deal with the challenges that come with having a relationship with the Lord. And I'm like, how interested are you to use hair to show who you are spiritually? And so the Lord was literally telling me, He's like, I'm showing you what hair is spiritually in me because you learning it is requiring you to pray more. I'm having to literally pray more to the Lord to for guidance. Like, Lord, show me how to do this hair. Show me what to do. Show me how to take care of it. Show me how to love it. Show me how to groom it. Show me how to moisturize it. And it's like all of these different prayers and the Lord was like, only if believers would come to me and ask all those questions on how to be in a relationship with the Lord. Lord, show me how to love you when I feel unloved. Lord, show me how to love your people when I feel that they don't deserve my love. Lord, show me how to be kind when I don't feel like I'm being kind to. Lord, show me how to be respectful when I don't even know how to respect myself. These are all of the different contrasts and comparisons that we must bring unto the table when we're brainstorming our relationship with the lord and if you don't bring these to the table when you're brainstorming your relationship with the lord you never understand who he is to you because you'll never realize that it takes all of that and i'm reminded of a time when i would be at church and people will always say it doesn't take all of that the way i praise they will always say it doesn't take all of that and then i was just talking to my husband and by the way i'm literally having um our podcast session in a car today (laughs) it's a different session because the lord was literally speaking to me heavy he was like i need you to record this now and i'm like lord but i'm not at my office desk doing it the way that i normally do it he's like it doesn't matter record it now i'm speaking to you and i'm like okay holy spirit you got it so that's why i'm recording now but let's not get caught up in the story let's get the message so anyways my husband was literally um, being so needy of my time. So he's like, take me to work today. And I'm like, okay, I'll take you to work. I'll get up and I'll take you to work so we can have our time together in the car in the morning. And um, we were discussing how the churches are closed still. And some of them are open, but majority of the churches are still closed. And we were talking about like how he was saying how he had a dream. And the dream... He said it was just no privacy, you know, but he was inside of a church, but it was just no privacy inside of the church. And um, when he was speaking to me about his dream, the Lord literally spoke to me and said, in the dream he had no privacy, he says, but it was no respect in a lot of our churches. It was no respect for the true reverence of God. And the Lord literally spoke to me and said a lot of our churches were open for social gatherings, for, you know, getting dressed to see others, um, for praising of the man that was bringing the message, for being able to come together and have something to do weekly, to be able to come together and have fellowship without being centered around the word of God. He says, although some preachers were really preaching the word of God and really wanted the believers to receive the word of God, very few wanted to receive that and very few wanted to get it. But the few that did receive it and the few that did get it are the few that are focused still on the word of God, because we're in times where the Lord is literally calling and choosing those who really want the word of god and who really are sincere about knowing who god is we are in those times where you have that opportunity to be able to know who he is wholeheartedly without the church doors being open and the lord i asked the lord i said lord well why Do you want the church doors to be closed and people to still get it? Like, why can't they have the church doors open? Don't they need to know the word of God through the preacher preaching? And the Lord literally said to me, he says, Alicia, when you want your beauty products, do you go to Kmart to get them? Do you go to, I don't even know if Kmart is still open. I'm just giving an example what the Lord told me. He says, do you go to Kmart to get them? I'm like, no. He says, do you go to Target to get them? I'm like, no. Do you go to Ulta Beauty to get them? I'm like, no. He says, although those places sell certain beauty products, but you like to go to Nordstrom's to get your beauty products because the brand that you use is sold at Nordstrom's. I said, yeah, Lord. He says, okay, so that's the same thing with the word of God. When you really want the word of God and you really wanna know who he is, you don't just go to church to talk to people. You don't just go to church to hang out. You don't go to church and get on your phone and text when the preacher's up preaching. You don't go to church just to serve food to say that you're part of a committee. You don't go to church to sit around and talk to other men and talk to other women to find a husband, to find a wife. Church is created so that you can go and get the word of God. He says, and too many people were Going and not getting the word of God, he says. So I allow the shutdown to happen so that you can go and search for the word of God. Seek the word of God. Matthew six thirty three teaches all readers and believers and non-believers. If you whether you're reading the Bible and your believer or not when you're reading the Bible Matthew 6:33 teaches us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things should be added unto you. So we are in a stage in our life and in a season where we have to seek God. We must seek the Lord. We must know who he is. We must seek him wholeheartedly for it's not for us to be sitting around waiting for us to get it from a preacher or a sermon teacher excuse me it's not for that this is not the season for that it's for you to have to go and seek it for yourself just like we seek everything else we seek a place to go take an instagram picture well not we because i don't do it but those of you who have instagram you seek places to go and take an instagram picture you seek places where you can go and get your nice shoes your nice purses your nice outfits hey i do it too i seek where i can go and give me a good bag i seek where i can go give me a good shoe i'm not exempt okay but i also have to seek the word of god just like i seek high and low to get everything else that i want and i desire in this life you must seek high and low to get the word of God, but too oftentimes we expect the preacher to bring everything to us and we don't want to do nothing else but just listen to the word of God and just that's it, just that's it, that's it just listen to the word of God and that's it, it don't work like that sheeps, It just don't. and so the Lord spoke to me and says, he says I need for you to know that the word of God will still get through no matter what is closed no matter what churches are closed in or open. The word of God will still get through but we are in a season where we must seek the word of God for ourselves, Know it for ourselves. And I said, wow, Lord, that's deep. He says, no, it's true. I said, yeah, you're right, Lord. It's true. So after the Lord spoke that word to me, he says, that is why I allowed so much release to happen upon your life because not only did you look at the shutdown as a spiritual healing, but you also received all the healing that I brought to you spiritually, whether it was the removal of your church home, whether it was removal of a family member, whether it's a removal of a close friend, the removal of your hair. I was like, oh my God, Holy Spirit, you speak it. The Lord had removed so much from me during his spiritual healing where I was literally like what is going on i'm like lord why are you doing this i'm like okay i love you that didn't change lord he says yeah your love for me didn't change but it got higher and i say, yeah it did get higher lord you right he was like yeah you on fire I'm like, yeah you right lord i'm on fire i'm reminded of a time i went uh, uh overnight with my husband and they had a jacuzzi tub in the room and we set the jacuzzi tub to get in and soak and, you know, enjoy our night camp. And I remember um, making the water more hotter. And I kept saying, it's not hot enough. Make it hotter. And then the temperature, the, the, the temperature thermostat, <laughs> it says 111, 111. And then it started to beep in red. Too hot, too hot, too hot. <laughs> and I told my husband, I was like, oh, 111, we too hot. When we too hot, we on fire. We on fire, we on fire for the Lord. But basically the jacuzzi tub was letting us know we should not be in this tub at this temperature. But the Spirit of the Lord says, oh, when diamonds go through fire, they come out shining. He says, oh, you just sitting and you just, you're just becoming more brighter. The light just shining brighter. Just make it hotter. But for some reason, me and my husband were able to withstand the 111 temperature in that hot tub. And it felt amazing. Now, by the way, once we got in there and set in that temperature, we weren't able to talk to each other. We was able to literally just let our souls connect. <laughs> our souls was making out, cause we couldn't touch each other. We just sitting there, our legs was touching each other, but we couldn't talk to each other, excuse me. We could talk to, we couldn't talk to each other, but we could touch each other. And we were just sitting there and we were just touching each other, but we wouldn't say a word. We just kept looking like ooh, we felt so heated. But it was awesome because it was so detoxing to the body. So once we got out, we dried off and we says, wow. The tub said we were too hot. The Lord says, well, in all things, I'm sending you a message. I said, hi, Holy Spirit. What is the message you're sending? with that 111 too hot he says it was 111 so that's three ones <laughs> he says and the trinity is three but i am the only one that can get you into heaven and you need the trinity to be with thee <laughs> he says so i want to let you know the trinity is all around you the father the son and the holy spirit why are you just too hot you just too hot you're too hot Because our God is a consuming fire. (laughs) So although the jacuzzi tub told us it was too hot for us to enter, our Lord and Savior said, okay, it's okay to enter. (laughs) So why did I share that story? I shared that story to let you all know that in times, in times, and at times, our life will require for us to be in situations that's just too hot and we think we can't handle it. But our God, our Lord and Savior, teaches us in his word, I won't put more on you than what you can bear. So the Lord says, oh, you can bear that 111, although you think you can't bear that 111, oh, you can bear that 111. Step in. So I thought that I couldn't bear losing spiritual cut, Alicia, and walking into spiritual lock, Alicia, but not only (laughs) could I bear it, oh, Holy Spirit, but I was able to see the Lord beauty in a whole nother way. I'm like, this is indescribable Lord. You did an indescribable gift to me. And that is what our God do. When you allow our God to take you out of what you used to and what you're comfortable in doing and bring you into what he has for you. Yeah, you are gonna go through the fire to get to it. But that don't mean you ain't gonna come out shining brighter. Your light is going to literally touch all who come encounter with you. And the gift that he gives you is indescribable. So we can't focus on getting a gift and a look of how we going to look. Because I could not tell you how my spiritual locks would come out. But I sure could tell you now that I got them. I'm like, Lord, you so bummed for giving them to me. I can take a shower any time of the day and not worry about my hair sweating. I can soak in a bath for hours and not have to worry about my hair sweating out. Because you know what? I don't mind the sweat. <laughs> I used to run from sweat. Now I'm like, bring it on. I'm ready to sweat. Where is that? How the Lord would take you from running from something to where you like, bring it. <laughs> yeah, bring it. And I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it. You cannot live life for the Lord worried. You cannot. You have to lay aside your worries and trust him. Because if you worry, worrying, you might as well not pray. Because if you're praying, you can let go of those worries. Because he got you. There's nothing he won't do for you. But we must know that. And that is why the Lord allowed the church's doors to be closed. Because, see, like, how are you going to get the Word of God? You must know that it's here, it's available. I was telling our children, he says, Mom, your Bible is so big and you spend so much money on your Bible. I said, Well,. I can't expect to know more about the Word of God by just reading those little Bibles they hand out to you on a college campus. (laughs) Not saying anything is wrong with those Bibles because it's a start. Hallelujah for the start. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're worthy. Thank you for the start. But that is the beginning of your faith becoming new in the Lord. So that is when you have that spark that is present. And that is when you need to go... And do your research so that you can have more of what it is that's interesting to you. You don't just start your morning off with waking up and getting out of bed. No, some people had a coffee, some people had a tea, some people had a big breakfast, some people like to sit and read the newspaper, some people like to get up and read their Bible. That's me, hey. I like to get up, I like to read my Bible before I do anything. That is my first start of my day. Then all else shall come. Because I'm doing what Matthew 6.33 is telling me to do. I'm seeking him first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then everything that's that coming up unto me, that's just added unto. But we can go up and seek and see who posted something last night on Instagram. Or how we can crop a picture Or how can we filter something. How can we lie to the people who we really are. That's what you're doing. You're lying to the people who you really are. Instead of waking up and knowing who you really are. And giving the people your true, Your truth. Your truth. We're living in a world where the truth is literally buried. If you don't go and dig it up with a shovel and make it new to you, you're not going to get it because they are making it to where you cannot have it. They are literally creating a world where you cannot have truth. And the deceptions are getting so much more deceiving than ever before. So I just want to encourage you. To stay focused on the word of God. Do your homework. Do your research. Stay in tune as much as you look at everything else. Whatever you stay filled with. Maybe it's not Instagram for you. Maybe it's your favorite show. Maybe it's sitting around talking to your friends every single day. I don't know. That ain't my job to pick out what you do. I'm not even here concerned about that. That's what you do but whatever you do too much of you best believe that you are getting in the way of God showing you who he is because the Lord had to reveal that to me I was getting too caught up in self and who I am the Lord was like Alicia stop idolizing who I created you to be I was like oh Holy Spirit did you just call me out on that and I ain't gonna lie it hurt it he was like you are idolizing who I created you to be and I was like yes you're right father Oh, Holy Spirit, fix me. Fix me. Fix me, Lord. Fix me. And then he says, I created you, but I didn't create you for you to idolize yourself. I didn't create you for you to think you better than. I didn't create you for you to sit there and love on yourself all day. Yeah, you don't have an Instagram, but you show take pictures and just look at them all day. And I'm like, oh, you're right. I'm like, Lord, but I just love looking at what you created in me. He was like, "Yeah, love it and be thankful and move on." I reminded of a time where my husband literally was telling me he was like, "You becoming vain." I was like, "Excuse me?" He was, like, "You becoming vain." I was like, "How am I becoming vain?" I was, like, "You sound like my dad when I was younger." He told me the same thing. Don't be vain. I'm like, "How is that vain?" I'm just thankful for who God has created in me. He was like, "Yeah, you can be thankful, but don't sit around and praise it." And I was like, messenger number two. <laughs> so I was like, Lord, cleanse me of being vain. No, I don't have Instagram, but I show him acting like I do. But I've always been this way, Lord. So please show me who you are with this situation, because I've always loved looking at who I am in you. I've always loved and been thankful for who you created me to be. He says, yeah, you've always loved who I created you to be. You've always loved who I have been been to you he says but i need for you to know that without me you won't be nothing so focus on that and that has helped me instead of me looking at myself and saying oh god you bomb you blessed me look at how you created me now i say wow lord i wouldn't be who i am without you thank you and it's so humbling it's so humbling it's so humbling that it brings you back to where he has for you to be at and then you can be focused on him So my husband says, he says, when I first met you, he says Instagram wasn't out. He says the word selfie wasn't out. People was was not doing that. He was like, you do things before everybody else do it. I said, yeah, the Lord told me that too. He says, you are literally a leader. You do things before everyone else do it. So he says, people take pictures of things they want to look at. And I said, yeah. He says, so when I met you, I'm like, why does she have pictures of just her and her phone? He's like, you had over 3,000 pictures of yourself in your phone. (laughs) And he says, people take pictures of things they wanna look at. And I said, yeah, I wanna look at myself. And my husband literally was like, I have never heard that response in my life. I was like, I love looking at who God created. I love that. I love that. And then the Lord literally spoke to me and says, that's the reason why you can't have instagram because that is a fruit that you can't eat of because that's something that you already loved doing before this was even created so you can't be a part of that so you gotta know what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are in order for you to be in tune with the holy spirit and the lord if you don't know your strength and your weaknesses you will literally fail you will literally fail Yourself and the Lord, because where you are weak, he makes you strong. So if you know that's your weakness, you can't go in there because you're not going to make that strong. You're going to become weaker at that because you already enjoy it. You already enjoy enticing it. it. You already enjoy it. You already enjoy it. So instead, I love to take my pictures so that I can see the transformation in my life from the Lord. And with that being said, I don't get caught up in the story of wanting to idolize who I am. I realize be thankful. So I'm sharing this with you all today. Not to tell you everything that goes on in my life wrong. Don't get caught up in the story. Get the message. But I'm sharing this so that you guys can know that you must focus on the word of God. Not nothing else. That was what I was focused on. Me. That's me. That's That's not you. You have what you focus on. I have what I focus on. But I'm confessing it that I was focused on the wrong picture that I needed to see. The picture was Christ. Yes, he created me, but it's the picture is Christ. So I want to encourage you all today. Don't lose sight just because the churches are closed. No, do your research. Know the Lord for yourself. You don't have to still continue to search and see how many churches are open and can I go to a service. No, pick up your Bible. Know it for yourself. Know who the Lord is for yourself. Because when everything gets shut down, that's all you have is you and the Lord. That's all you have at the gates of heaven. That's all you need. I'm doing this because I really want y'all to get it. I told y'all the last podcast, the last episode, I got to the point where I didn't want to do this. I was okay with just doing it for me, my husband, and our children. And when the Lord got me to that point, he wanted to show me that you cannot be selfish and keep it to yourself. Before I go today, I'm reminded of a time I'm going to share this story where my another hairstylist I used to go to, she once told me, she says, I don't like when preachers had that mindset of I got it. Y'all need me to get it. I got it. Y'all need me to get it. She says, I don't like that. And when she said that to me, it always stuck with me. I didn't know at the time why the Lord allowed that to stick to me. The Lord knew I would get to a point where I would get to that same feeling. I got it. But before I can say y'all need me to get it, Holy Spirit says you better not. Because they don't need you to get nothing. You better not. He says, yeah, you got it. But you got to keep it. Yeah, you got it. But you got to stay sharp with it. Yeah, you got it. But you got to stay in with it. Yeah, you got it. But that ain't all You got to give it. You can't just have something and not give. Wrong. Yeah, you got to give it. That's the reason I gave it to you. Who are you to say, I'm tired, Lord? Who are you to say, I'm discouraged. I don't want to do it no more. Who are you? You got to give it. Keep it. Stop thinking that you are here for everyone else. Wrong. You here for the Lord. Everyone else is just blessed by your presence being here, Alicia. I say, yes, Lord. So I have to have me a humbling conversation with the Lord. So I'm encouraging y'all today. Have that humbling conversation with the Lord. Ask him to humble you in ways that you've never been humbled before. Ask him to allow you to see what it is he wants you to see during this time of closure. But also during this time of opening. Yeah, things is closed. Yeah, churches are closed. And I say things because not just churches are closed. Relationships have been closed. It's things out here that's closed other than churches. That the Lord is saying, let me open it back up for you in a different way. In a different light. Because we have to remain focused on our true light, which is our Father, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. I love you. Jesus loves you. And he's here for you. And he's with you. Only what you do for Christ will last. Oh, I know this is going to last. So let's get through our past and get to a last. Blessings and prosperities towards you. Lord, I come to you right now first and thank you. I thank you, Lord, for just this moment of time to where you just tell me just to speak. Although I thought I wasn't prepared because I wasn't in my regular atmosphere to do, the podcast father but you had me speak at a time where you wanted me to allow the word to get through in a different way in a different light i pray that the word that was brought to all listeners today touch and minister to somebody today father i pray that they open their eyes to see that this is not your normal podcast this is not your normal way of hearing the word of god this is literally the lord speaking to you whenever he feel the need to be spoken to Whenever he feels the need to be spoken to, Lord, thank you for always showing that it's a need for you to be spoken for you to speak to us, for you to know that we need to hear your voice and for you to know that it's things that need to be said that we don't feel comfortable saying. It's things that need to be received that we don't feel comfortable receiving, Father. But allow us to receive and open up our heart and our mind, our body, our spirit, and our soul to receive all that you have for us because, Lord, you are a God that does indescribable gifts for all who serve you and proclaim your name. So allow every single listener to proclaim your name because it is Jesus. Say his name, Jesus. Say his name, Jesus. Say his name, Jesus. Oh, it's something about that name, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, we love you. Oh, Jesus, I love you. Oh, Jesus, thank you for this time. Thank you for making a way out of no way. We give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. It all belongs to you. In Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray, amen.